Welcome back to the Plant Wisdom Podcast. I am your host, Emily Smith of Guide to Wholeness. And in this episode, I chat with Dawn Ferguson of Sneakers and Kale. She is a certified health coach, meditation teacher, plant-based toddler mom, self-care savant, and founder of Sneakers and Kale, which is a health services company committed to helping people improve their vitality and build stress resilience. As a former corporate marketing executive who healed her IBS, chronic headaches, restless sleep, and went from getting sick five times a year to not sick for over three years straight, she is on a mission to help busy high achievers from business owners to corporate managers learn how to relax and nourish themselves at a soul level so they can heal and prevent disease in the body and start living a life they truly love. So we talk about all things burnout and what are some sneaky ways that burnout shows up in not just overworking yourself, but we talk about other ways it shows up. We talk about how to beat the cycle of burnout and we talk about plants and herbs to do that. But we also really dive deep into lifestyle changes you can do and I really loved hearing Dawn's experience of meditation, becoming a teacher of that, and her tips for finding balance and really beating um, stress and building that resilience in your day-to-day life with some super easy, straightforward tips. And we talk about the teas and plants and herbs that are specifically designed to help you support a healthy stress response. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Plant Wisdom Podcast, Dawn. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, definitely. So you are a certified health coach, meditation teacher, plant-based toddler mom, self-care savant, and the founder of Sneakers and Kale, a health services company committed to helping people improve their vitality and build stress resilience. And I want to know before we dive into all the questions, how did you create sneakers and kale? Like what was your journey in doing that? Yes. Oh my gosh. So many things, right? So I think for me, the biggest, um, you know, I've long been like a healthy person. I was always like the obnoxious, healthy one. Right. <laughs> and it took me moving to New York city. I'm California born and raised. Um, took me moving to that, like a totally different culture and, and being immersed in that to really see that this was something that made me unique. Um, and something that comes like being healthy, I'm doing air quotes, right. Is something that comes easy to me because it's a mindset I've created. It's a lifestyle I've created. It's become a part of my identity and who I am because it's one of my core values, right? But it's not that way for everybody. It is difficult for other people um, to create healthy habits and to live healthy lifestyle, right? And so I was living in New York City. I was go, go, go. I'd worked in the fashion industry um, as a digital marketing executive for almost 15 years. And, you know, it was a fast lifestyle with not a lot of vacation time. And I was constantly, you know, just go, go, go. And there was this moment where I looked around at my life and I was like, whoa, wait a second, whose life am I living? 
like, who, what am I doing? How did I get here? You know, it was like, I was driving and you know, those moments when you're driving and you're like, Whoa, where am I? How did I, like, I don't remember getting here. It was one of those. And so I realized that, you know, all of my friends around me were through my husband um, because he works in music and we were always out at live shows. And so we naturally, you know, had all these great friends through it, but like no one that was into all the woo stuff that I'm into. And so I just, it was looking around at my life and realizing that it was also the wake up call of starting to have some stress related health issues, right? Mm -hmm. So I was diagnosed with IBS um, earlier on when I was in college, trying to remember, somewhere in my twenties. And then, you know, I, like most people who live busy lifestyles, I was having trouble sleeping or I wasn't sleeping amazing through the night that annoyed me. Um, I, my biggest thing was that I was getting sick multiple times a year. Like Mm -hmm. I was always getting sick. If anybody got near me that had something, I would catch it. And it drove me insane because I was literally the healthiest person I knew. I ate plant-based for almost all my life, but, um, really strictly since I was 17, 18 and I, you know, was doing yoga every day. I was in shape. I was exercising all those things, but I was still getting sick all the time. And so I, it wasn't until I learned how to meditate and I looked at my life, like I said, and I started, you know, finding my tribe of people and, um, you know, gosh, it was really like all the combination of all of those things, but it was feeding my soul and it was getting in touch with my intuition and who I am at my core and what I love and what I need, you know, and it was creating the life, like an external reality that mirrored or reflected the internal reality of, of my passions and my loves and all the things. Um, and so it was when I did that and started meditating twice a day, every day that I didn't get sick for over three years straight. Like I literally just skyrocketed my immunity And through that, I learned that, you know, it's not just the food you put on your plate. And since then I I became um, a certified holistic health coach and was really passionate about integrative nutrition and how, you know, food is so powerful. Food is everything. And through learning that and then having this experience, I was like, wait a second, food is everything, but not everything. (laughs) Like there, you know, there is holistic health is comprised of physical health, mental health, and soul health, what I like to call it, right? Mind, body, and spirit. So that's what I do now. So I got, you know, I was so excited about this that I had to share this with the world. And I was craving, um, you know, after living this corporate, glossy, sexy lifestyle, right? I was really just craving something deeper. I had all of the accolades. Like I was working with celebrities. I was like, you know, had this amazing resume that people, you know, I was running a department. I had a huge team. It was all these things that everybody else was looking at me saying, wow, you're living the life. Like, this is amazing. But it didn't feel like that on the inside, you know? And it was like, I just wasn't fully living in alignment with my soul, with my purpose. And when I shifted that and I started helping people and, you know, living a more mission or purpose-driven life, 
that was when everything kind of took off for me. So that's what Sneakers and Kale is born of. It came out of me living in New York City, being the healthy, um, you know, nerdy one and <laughs> just really starting to help people. And later that's I got so teacher training and, and did all that too. And it's taken shape from there. Yes. Yeah. I have a few questions about that too, but I feel like I resonate so much with your story. Um, you know, working in New York City, that whole like fast culture and then being, I've always been healthy too. Like growing up, I loved being healthy. I loved cooking healthy and learning about things. And then it was like, you know, you get older and then like what you were saying, I love how you said your inner world wasn't reflected in your outer world because you were just doing what society had told you was going to make you happy. So exactly. So beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So how did you learn meditation? Because I think a lot of people, I get that question a lot. So I'd love to learn how you learned and then how you um, got certified. Yeah. So I, in New York, fell into a crowd of women. I went to a women's circle, like an event um, through a friend. And I, I was so nervous to go. It was like one of my first woo like events I went to. and. Um, I was so nervous because I only knew one person and everybody, I cannot even describe how just warm and open and loving and welcoming this community was. And they just all like embraced me and were super sweet and friendly. And, um, turns out the event was being led by a Vedic meditation teacher. And so Vedic meditation is, you know, this ancient, um, meditation technique that stems from the Vedas, which is the same place that Ayurveda and yoga come to us from. And, you know, she led this event. It was incredible. And a bunch of people came to the event who are a part of the Vedic community because she was in town from Colorado. And so through that, I just, I made these friends and these women were doing the same things I were, you know, were had or were in IIN, which was my health coach school that I went to. And we just had all these, you know, common interests. And they're like, you should really meditate. You don't do this regularly. Like if you're interested in learning this technique, you know, my friend Arden, who I met, she's like, if you're interested in learning, I would love to take you to an intro talk. Um, you know, there's a bunch of different teachers that teach it. And she's now a Vedic meditation teacher and she's incredible. Cool. And um, yeah, I went to the intro talks and I was like, wow, this is amazing. You know, they talked about the science um, and the studies that have proven, you know, this technique of meditation and really just meditation in general has the power to literally change your brain, slow down the body's aging by like seven years, significant, you know, all of these things, you literally change your DNA. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. And so, yeah, I was like, wow, this I'm in, like, this is awesome. And so I found a teacher I liked. I went, took the course, basically learned this technique, learned how to practice it. And from there, and their, you know, their, their practice, like it's kind of strict, you know, they recommend a twice a day for 20 minutes at a time um, practice. And for me, I was like, I'm all in, I'll do it. And I stuck with it. I did it from day one and I haven't stopped. Like, you know, you, you miss days here or there or you know, like when I was in Europe traveling with my husband, like a few months after I learned the technique, I missed a meditation or two because it was a struggle while we were traveling. But for the most part, I think it's been 
over five years now since I first learned and I, for the most part, like stuck to it. There were also some uh, digressions when I had a newborn baby because mm. that was a whole nother thing. <laughs> I bet. Yes. But You're other than that, one. yeah. Yeah. I, my coach, uh, she does Vedic meditation. I've never done it, but you know, I think that's totally doable. I think I even do maybe I do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night. I think that's so doable. Yes. You know, if you just make the space for it and it really, really makes a difference in just how you approach everything. And I want to go back to, to what you were talking about, um, your purpose, like that helping you be stronger, be healthier. I'm a full, full believer in that too. And I, I think that in and of itself, like you could be eating all the healthy things, like you were already eating a plant-based diet. And it's like, that won't matter if your soul is not, you know, aligned with your highest purpose. So I think that's a really important point for my listener to understand. hundred percent. It's everything. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So that was so important for me. Um, and meditation is like such a great gateway to do that. And it's yes. not for everybody. I, I will say, I believe it's for everybody. I totally believe if you think you can't meditate, if you think you can't sit still, if you think you can't stop your brain from thinking, well, first of all, you're never going to th- stop your mind from thinking. Yeah. The mind thinks just like the heart beats, just like the eyes see, right? That's the function of the mind. So you don't fully stop it from thinking and that's okay. The technique that I teach um, is, you know, flexible and it's all about leveraging the relaxation response, which is really activating the hormones in your body and using the power of your mind to communicate to your body, to give it rest and to allow it to relax, to return to that rest and digest mode to get out of fight or flight and to stop the, that, you know, cortisol and the adrenaline and all of that from flowing. Um, and it's really, really very simple. I can share with you guys here today, if you'd like, Yeah, there are two core components of this technique and this is self-sufficient meditation, right? There's also guided meditation, Mm -hmm. which I totally advocate for. I lead guided meditations all the time. Um, it's a part of my events. I think and in a part of my lifestyle, I do both. Um, the scientific benefits are really studied based on a self-sufficient technique. So not having somebody else walk you through, not having to rely on apps or, you know, but being able to do it self-sufficiently and literally just being able to sit there and close your eyes. Noise is no barrier. I used to meditate on the New York City subway all the time. Wow. Yeah. Like you don't need uh, headphones. You don't need earplugs. You don't need music, none of that. And all you do is you close your eyes, start with some breathing, like get yourself a real, a little relaxed first. So taking a few deep breaths, maybe you count your breath. I like to do equal count breathing where you breathe in, you know, for five, hold it for five and then exhale for five. Mm-hmm. Do that for a round of like five breaths and you'll immediately be feeling significantly more relaxed than when you started. And so I'll do that. You start with your reading and then all you do is two things. One, choose a mantra, find a word or a small phrase that helps you feel relaxed. So, you know, and, and typically like the technique that I practice is like you use a primordial sound or Mm. a Sanskrit word, like something that sounds more like music almost than 
a word that you have connotations with, but it works both ways. Like, and with some of my clients who are really um, struggle with meditating and struggle with sitting down, start with this way, start with creating a word or a phrase that makes you feel relaxed. So this could literally be, I am relaxing. I am relaxing. I am relaxing. Calm, 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 serenity, mm-hmm. serenity, like whatever the word is for you. I have a client who we were talking about it. I'm like, what words conjure, you know, peace and relaxation for you? And she was like, hmm, cinnamon, you know, I was like, what? I love cinnamon. She's like, it just popped up and you just have to ask your intuition. And you know, like in this work half the time, you just need to disengage from the mind and and just listen to what comes up. So instead of thinking and trying to create the answer, just close Mm -hmm. your eyes take deep breaths, ask the question, like what word or phrase really relaxes me? And then just listen to what comes up. Right. And then try it. The word cinnamon relaxes you because you've got all (laughs) these great memories and associations with it. Use it. Right. So to meditate with it, you just simply repeat the word over and over in your mind. And you, the other elements of meditation and all of the science is a passive disregard of everyday thought. So as you're thinking and you ha- you're using this mantra, this word, this phrase, as thoughts are coming to your mind. So you'll start to realize like all of a sudden out of nowhere, um, I'm like drafting my to-do list or writing an email or like thinking of all the things that I need to do or whatever it is. Um, when you realize, as soon as you realize that, you simply disregard it and bring yourself back to the mantra. And you come back to, it's that simple instead of like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be meditating. Like, <laughs> oh, you're so bad. Like Dawn, you suck at this. Instead of that, you just literally let it go. And I, I like the visual of like picturing yourself holding a balloon and it's like the thought is the balloon. And when you realize mm-hmm. you're holding it, you kind of look up at it and you're like, oh, I don't have to hold this. And you just release it and let it go. And so you kind of, and, and through that, you're able to clear your mind in a way that it quiets and it just naturally like it's not you're not trying to not think mm-hmm. you're not sitting there trying to not think because if you're sitting there trying to not think the universe hears think right and yeah. it's a law of attraction or you know where your focus goes energy flows so you know it's like not think your energy is focusing into thinking so you disregard that yeah you just let the thoughts go and And when your mind quiets, the ego quiets, and you get connected to your intuition, it's that higher self inside of you that, you know, that, that voice that speaks in a whisper that you can't hear over the ego normally. And that's where the magic happens. And that voice will help you design your life in a way that is congruent with your passion and your purpose and just things that light you up and make you happy. Absolutely. I love that. And I feel like I do this without even thinking I'm doing it. Like one of my favorite things I tell myself to calm myself down is like, I am safe. Like, cause I think if you're prone to anxiety and stress, like you think you're not safe and you're like not feeling good in your body. So that's just one I like to come back to. And I think the biggest misconception too, is that meditating is not thinking. Like I hear that all the time from just like colleagues or, you know, people, 
um, like friends of friends and they're like, is this so hard to just like not think while you're doing that? It's like, that's not what it's about at all. So I'm glad that you pointed that out. And these are just like easy tips for anyone to start meditating too. And I will say, I, I used to meditate so much, like a few years ago, and I actually first started in New York city too. Um, and I don't do as much anymore, but I feel like from doing it so much at a time, like for a period of two years, like it's still benefiting me now. So I, I feel, and I've talked about this with our mutual friend, Molly too, and she's done the same. So I feel like even when you can do it, like I sometimes go a few days without it, but then at the weekend I'll do like an hour or something, like maybe once a month, like that will carry through the benefits like long-term too. So that's, yeah. Totally agree. And you know why? It's because you're literally like rewiring your brain. You know, one of the biggest things that happened to me when I started meditating is my personality changed. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so true. It's your reaction time. You know, it's like you sit down to meditate when you do it every morning, like you are creating this, this container, this space of, of peace and calm within you. And, you know, I had a moment, I was sitting on the B43 bus um, going down to the Graham Avenue subway. And I remember like there was some sort of traffic situation and everybody was like up on the bus, like screaming, shouting, like, you know, New Yorkers. Yeah. And I was like looking around going, huh, normally I would have been the same. I mean, not like standing up shouting, but like, I would have let it bother me. And I would have like, I'm going to be late for work. I, all these things. And I didn't, it was like one of those moments where I was like, oh, this just doesn't matter. This yeah. just it's like what matters is this beautiful, like glow and yeah. calm that I'm cultivating within myself. And that mattered to me more than letting it get disrupted by something silly, you know? So, yes. and then over time you, you build stress resilience. Right? Yeah. You build up that resilience and that ability and capacity to handle more stress And so that's why over time you're noticing it like still benefits you. Yeah. And I notice a hundred percent when I don't meditate in the morning, like it's so clear, like my reaction times like that, like I will immediately get stressed and I'm like, oh my God, that's because I didn't meditate. And that doesn't happen often because I, like you were saying, I value being in that calm place more. So then you like, if you, if that's one of your values, then you'll make time for meditation. So I love that it helps build stress resilience, which is going into my next question. I really want to hear from you. What do you think is the best way? And I know we've talked about this um, before, but how to prevent burnout or like there's a burnout cycle, right? And we don't want to get in the cycle, but it's so easy to then once you're in it, then you just keep, you know, recovering and pushing and what are your thoughts and ideas on preventing that cycle from even happening, if that's even possible? Yeah, I to- it totally is. So this is like 100% the work that I do with my clients every day. It's, you know, how can we start playing offense against stress instead of just continually being on defense and reacting to it, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, you don't have to be stress's bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what most of us do is we just go through life and we're reacting constantly. And, and, you know, here's the thing about stress. It's not something that happens to us. 
Like we have a lot of demands in our life, but stress is a biochemical reaction that happens inside of our body in reaction to those demands in our life. So we're always going to have demands and like spoiler alert, they get worse as you get older, right? right? <laughs> Not worse, but you know, like as your family ages, people get sick or they need, you know, your parents get elderly and then they need you mm -hmm. their caretaker. Like you're always going to, if you have kids, like, whoa, responsibility increase right there. Yeah. Right? It's going to be increased level of responsibilities and demands in our life. And it's all, you know, we don't have to keep reacting to it. So I have a whole framework that I take my clients through and I have programs where we work on this. Um, but it's really looking at all areas of your life and everybody's different. You know, some people like are really strong in their spirituality of their life, right? Or they have really amazing relationships and community around them, but they don't have, you know, um, systems set up for their immune system mm. to strengthen their immune system like I did or didn't. Um, yeah. or or they're struggling with their home environment, like, you know, the, the space you live in every day, right? So part of what I do is we, we look at every area of your life and we go, okay, what's working? What's not right now? Like what's giving you energy? What's fueling you and what's depleting you? Like mm -hmm. what's taking your energy from you? And then when you kind of look at all areas of your life like that, you can create goals and, or intentions to improve certain areas and to work on it and create more harmony and balance there. So that's kind of where I like to start from an individual perspective, yes. but you know, at, at the high level, building stress resilience um, and getting out of that burnout cycle is all about creating a life that is fueled by your soul. You yeah. Know, it's, it's to me, it's everything we've already been talking about. It's soul health, right? On yeah. top of physical and mental health. So your physical health, you know, key things I work with people on are eating cleaner. You know, mm -hmm. not everybody, I believe in a plant-based diet and lifestyle, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it's still, even if you eat meat or animal products, your meals, like at least two out of three of your meals, lunch and dinner, um, for most people should be like predominantly vegetables. Yeah. So starting like by filling your plate with a ton of veggies, your protein serving should be like the size of your fist, you know? Um, and so starting with that as kind of a framework for eating, I also, you know, work with my clients on this sounds silly, but make sure you really chew your food. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. So that's huge. Drink a ton of water, you know, like look up the recommendation for your weight and height, mm -hmm. but you know, typically like if you can drink 80 to hundred ounces of water a day, that's amazing. You know, put fruit in it. If you need to drink tea, like, but get in your water. Coffee doesn't count. <laughs> and then, you know, move your body every day, create an active lifestyle. You don't have to go to the mm -hmm. gym for an hour a day. You don't yeah. have to do a 45 minute long hit workout. You know, for me, it looks like 10 minutes of yoga in the morning if I can. It doesn't always happen. And then, you know, little things throughout the day, like how can you walk more? How can you dance more? Dance has been a big thing. I've been doing Ooh. a lot lately, like taking little dance breaks. And Yeah, I love dance. Right. And I don't do it enough because I'm like, oh, I need a whole 
like I need to change my outfit in an exercise clothes and it's like you can just do it like have a dance party like easily without you know making it like exercise yeah yes and because when you do those things regularly you you're getting exercise all day it becomes yeah. like you start to live an active lifestyle that's not just yes. about you know um so that's huge and the other thing is find exercise and movement that you love like it has to be something you love don't do yoga because everybody says to do yoga don't become a runner because you you don't want to meditate and people tell you the meditating <laughs> running is like meditating you know do what you feel called to and what makes you happy because that's how you'll stick to it and recover, you know, rest yeah. and deep relaxation is another like core component of like holistic health in general. So how, what are you doing to relax ongoing? You know, are you, do you have a morning routine and evening ritual to wind down before you go to bed? Do you, if you're not meditating, which I advocate is like the best and easiest way to get deeply relaxed on a daily basis. Yeah. But if you're not, what relaxes you? Do you love to read? Do you, you know, love to light a candle and sit down and daydream or, you know, visualize or whatever? Do you like to write? Do you like to paint? Draw, right? What are the things that help you relax and just schedule like pencil in time to do them every day, 10 minutes, like, you know, yeah. give yourself just a little moment for that. And when you start doing all of these things for your physical health, your mental health, your soul, like feeding your soul, nourishing yourself on a soul level, you will naturally build resilience to stress. You will get stronger in the face of it, mm -hmm. you know, and that will yeah. help you cycle. I love that. I love that you obviously use that integrative approach because it really is everything combined. And at the core of it, it does make sure that everything you're doing is lighting you up. Obviously everything can't, but like you know, looking at what is taking your energy away is so important because I noticed that for myself too, when I was getting burnt out, it's like, I look back and I'm like, wait, was I doing the work that I wanted to be doing or that I felt like I should be doing? Like, I was just like, yes. oh, I need to get this done. So that's just been like a major mindset shift for me over the last, even just couple months, because I've just gone to that point where I noticed that stress coming on and I'm just like, okay, with taking a break to, I've got so many self-care things now. I got a biomat um, because I normally, yeah, because I normally go for massages, but you know, with COVID and everything, haven't got that. So every day I go on my biomat before bed, um, taking baths, like Epsom salt baths and with some essential oils diffusing and just like making those things like non-negotiable things like that keeps you on track. So I love that you suggest all those different ways to, to really calm yourself. So good. And that's what, you know, so many people, when you're working, you have a high demand job and you're a high achieving person, you know, you just need to get like one of the ways that you'll best improve your work and your performance is by getting out of it. And take yeah. breaks from it, you know, yes. you can step away and create, you know, it's like I, this old, vi, you know, not, vi, uh, what's it called? Like, um, this old paradigm or whatever, yeah. of like the workaholic, yep. it's just, there's no, it's like, how does that work? You can't sustain it. It doesn't yeah. over time without showing up as fertility issues yes. or cancer or other dis-ease in the body. 
Um, and so that's what slows those people down because their bodies are like, no, you can't do this for decades. You can't, because it's not yeah. possible. You know? Yeah. So, I've been stuck in that paradigm before. And it was, that's a hard one to get out of. Like, I think yeah. there's like this huge badge of honor of like, I'm so busy. Like that one, like even yes. up until a couple of years ago, like I really let that one go. So we're working against that too. <laughs> Oh yeah. Really oh yeah. Happy. Yeah. We, and it doesn't always go away either. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's always there and we're yes. constantly healing. It's just having the awareness of it yeah. that helps you stay strong with it. Right. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to ask you too about the adaptogens you're using yes. to manage stress. Cause those are something too, that I've really added to my routine in the last few years. So I'd love to learn which ones you're using. Yes. Let's talk about plants. Yeah. Um, yeah. So love adaptogens. Um, for me, it's I, in two ways. So typically I, I'm a huge tea drinker. So I drink tea like all day long. It's like my jam. <laughs> it's just what I, you know, I love like warm, hot water, especially in the winter, but even in the summer, um, I get cold easily and I just love that. Same. Yeah. And so what kind of tea? Oh my gosh. Okay. So many different kinds of tea, <laughs> but like brand wise or type type. Okay. Yeah. So I love, I drink all herbal. Um, yeah, same. since I've been meditating, I can't drink coffee anymore. Same. Yeah. Too sensitive to it. Yeah. So I love, um, green and black teas, like herbal versions. My husband just got me a bunch of new loose leaf tea for Christmas. Yeah. I'm doing those loose leaf. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, but I love brand wise. I love traditional medicinals. You know that? Same. Love yeah. that. And Yogi tea also has some good adaptogenic blends. Yeah. Um, four Sigmatic and, um, moon juice also have really good. Oh, I haven't tried moon juice, but and tea that looks good. Yeah. 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 So, um, but then in terms of flavor, yeah, I love green and black. I was a big chai tea drinker before I stopped drinking caffeine. So I love black tea. Um, I'm trying to think what else I love, like a turmeric tea too. Mm -hmm. Um, flavor wise, um, there's this, Oh, what's the brand Republic of tea. I've seen that. that. Yeah. Okay, they have a mushroom cacao. Oh my god! Blend that is incredible. So that's my favorite tea, like across the board. That's my favorite one, and it's not loose leaf. It comes in the packets, like yeah. But that's a really good one. So yeah, for me, you know, adaptogens. I'd always, I mean, I dabbled a little bit with them, um, you know, years ago. But I really brought them into my, you know, daily awareness or practice. Um, when I had Sky, my mm. two and a half, now two and a half year old, but when he was first born, you know, having a newborn is crazy and being sleep deprived all the time. Yeah. And then you get through that wave and then you put him in daycare. When I went back to work, when he was four and a half months old, he goes into daycare and then in daycare, they have no immune system as a baby and they get mm. sick like literally every week. So my husband and I were also getting sick because you've got this baby and like I was you know still breastfeeding and you're you know you're kissing your baby you're close yeah to hard not to be 
So I would, we would catch everything. Like we got the most random, like stomach bugs we would catch, oh, like no. head colds all the time. So I hit this point where I was like, I cannot keep getting sick. You know, I'm back at work. We have this baby, like when he's sick, he's up overnight and awake all the time and not sleeping like normal. Mm. So it was just all of those factors that were, you know, totally weakening my immune system. And again, that's my trigger. Like that's where I'm like, no, I don't want to live like yeah. this again. I totally so, used to be like that too. Yeah. So I, I, that's when I really reached for adaptogens and mm. I think that they helped me so much in building immunity and just obviously, you know, with general stress, right? Yeah. Um, mental clarity, performance, all of that. I yeah. think they just, you know, really helped me to feel less like muddled mm-hmm. and more like clear and focused. So in terms of like one of my favorite mushroom adaptogenic blends is um, by Four Sigmatic. So I love their mushroom blends. They have a really good one that's got a bunch of different mushrooms in it. I don't remember which exactly. Yeah. But ashwagandha is one of my favorite adaptogens for I take that every day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, cordyceps are great. I think like really good for stamina they're known Mm -hmm. for. Um, licorice root. There's this one um, traditional medicinal tea that I like. It's, I think it's called Ease Stress Relief or something like that. And it's the herb in it is skullcap. Do you know that? (gasps) I am drinking skullcap um, loose leaf tea. Not right now, but I have it. Um, That's what I'm doing right now at night. And it's like so great for sleep and really weird dreams after, but like really great sleep and good for anxiety, right? Yeah. So that's one that I really like too. That's so good. Yeah. I think those are my favorite turmeric. I think counts as an adaptogen as well. Yeah, I think so. Um, which I love and is right. There's so many, um, great ways to make it. And yeah, that's been another favorite of mine too. Yeah. They make such a difference. And that's why I really started doing the adaptogens last year. I think it was when the pandemic started because it's like I need immune support I need stress support and I don't drink coffee so like you know you don't either you don't have anything to make you like alert really um or not having caffeine and that just helps in all those ways and um all mushroom is actually a sponsor of this podcast and they have a um master blend which I think is probably similar to the four sigmatic one you were talking about but there's try it. Yeah, there's 10 different mushrooms in it. And then they also have holy basil in it, which is re- really good for your adrenal balance. And they have like astrologus and ginkgo, I think, in there, like as um, amazing. Even addition. And like that has really made such a difference. So I think adaptogens are easy for anyone to just start taking. And my doctor told me to take ashwagandha every day for anxiety and um that's helps so much so love those plants and you also use um doTERRA essential oils too what are your favorite oils for stress relief and burnout relief okay lavender yeah (laughs) oh yeah and um serenity so if you use doTERRA also um you guys who are listening, the serenity blend, it's called serenity, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good. 
Yeah. And so it's like primarily lavender. Yeah. Those are my favorite. And I will also like my husband sometimes will get really bad tension headaches and it'll like knock him out. Like he can't function when he gets them. And I'll just take the um, lavender with, uh, you know, the carrier oil, like blended in. Yeah. And um, rub it on his temples and like on his forehead and stuff. I love that. And he literally is like, oh my God, I feel so much better. So that I love lavender. Anytime I'm feeling like anxious or nervous or anything, I'll, you know, rub it on my wrist, yes. um, my neck, like have that scent around or diffuse it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's so good for sleep too, but that's really my number one. Um, I also, in terms of essential oils, I love lemon, I think has some yeah. stress, you know, support mm-hmm. properties to it. Um, I love it for like the detox, you know? Yes. And I put it in that one. I, I drink internally. Yeah. I put it in, um, if I don't have fresh lemons, I will drink that in my water in the morning. Same. Um, yeah. What else oil wise? Those are the key ones oil wise that I use. That's like perfect. Yeah. I think serenity every night for me is almost a must because it has like the lavender and the cedar wood. It's like the only thing that will really, really help me sleep. So I think those are perfect and lavender too. And I was just thinking when you were talking about your husband, like I use this blend called past tense. Like whenever I'm, I get like jaw pain and like my face gets tight and I use that and it's like a little roller and it's like peppermint tingly. So it's just kind of like numbs out everything and it's so calming. So that's like, my emergency like when I'm stressed out that and um adaptive I've actually been using it I think I have it here um is like the number one stress blend I would say like if I you're haven't stressed, used that one yet oh my god it's yeah. like hands down the best for stress and so this is like a little spray bottle and I just spray it everywhere um so that one and then for burnout I love um frankincense or rosemary or basil, like any one of those or all together. I just put it in a veggie cap and take it like to stop the burnout from coming. But now that I've really done my lifestyle changes, like you were saying, I don't need to do that as much, but I always go for basil. Like when I'm really stressed out and I put it on my lower back, um, over the adrenals. So that's like a good little shift, like right away to get you out of that. Yeah. Okay. These are incredible tips, by the way. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So good. Um, so good. So I need to get that blend that you have. The adaptive. Yeah. Adaptive. Yeah. And one, yeah. Um, what else was I thinking about? Oh yeah. Wait, what, tell me what the jaw one. I hold tension in my jaw oh too. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, it's called past tense past tense. Okay. Yeah. And like, especially, I don't know about you, but like for full moons, like, which I've been feeling this one, like I get really bad headaches, like migraines almost. Cause it, I don't know what it is, but yeah. this is the blend that helps for that. So headaches, but stress, um, it's okay, so good to get those. Yeah. It's yeah. I do love deep blue too. And yeah. that, like on for neck or back pain. Yeah. But yeah, I've never like, done that with my jaw so I love that you brought that up because that is such a common place of tension Um, yeah I have a friend who just you know was going through such extreme stress and 
she was diagnosed with TMJ, <gasps> like in yeah. her mid thirties and had never had that before. And was like, what? And, you know, it's one of those things that like we hold, you hold a lot of attention there and everybody's different, but if you're somebody that holds it there, you know, be careful because that can really develop into severe pain and health issues. Yeah. I had TMJ in high school. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. So I think there's like remnants of that still, but yeah, our physical body is so related to our emotional bodies. And, um, I also want to learn a little bit more about your how eating a plant-based diet for you um, has been like a key component to helping you thrive and like go through your healthy pregnancy too. And I want to know, are you like fully plant-based like, or sometimes like, how does that work for you? Yeah. So I'm fully plant-based. I'm vegan now. I think it's been about five years or six years ish since I've been fully vegan. Um, before that I was, um, vegetarian, strict vegetarian for, oh my God, I'm trying to do the math. I'm (laughs) 18 and I'm 36 now. So 12 years ish. Wow. Yeah. um, I was vegetarian, but then as a kid, I was just one of those like kids that didn't really like meat. Like if you ask my mom, she'll be like, yeah, you like, I didn't eat much as a kid. So it wasn't for me. It was never, I just didn't like meat. Like I just didn't like, I don't like the chewiness, the texture, all the things. Um, so I really strayed away from it for those reasons Mm -hmm. since that's, you know, evolved, of course there's political and, you know, sustainability and so many like other reasons that I choose to continue this lifestyle, but it really, for me started because I just didn't like meat and I didn't like any of that. So yeah, that's, so I'm vegan now and, um, I love it. I, I get so much, you know, for like I mentioned, I was diagnosed with IBS in my twenties and I had, Mm. you know, I would just get these like, like immobilizing stomach cramps by the end of the day. Most days it happened on weekdays. And it was like, the only thing that would help would be like getting home from work, like putting on PJs, planting myself on the couch and, you know, sitting there with a heating pad and like relaxing. Wow. I can't even imagine that. Like now you're just like glowing and your energy is like, so like, I always notice this with people that eat vegan, like your energy is so light and like vibrant. I, it's hard to even like picture you having that, that crazy. Yeah. Like, I love that you, say that. you know, what's so funny, actually, you, you made me just think of, I've seen pictures of myself with my family. So I have two sisters and my parents and they're incredible and we're really close. And, um, since I went vegan specifically, I'll look at pictures of us, like the five of us together and my husband and, um, my brother-in-law, but they, they, their skin tone is like more red. It's like a red based skin tone. And yeah. I look like I, from the milkman or something like, <laughs> I don't look related to them because my, my skin cone is like, my tone is more yellow now. Yeah. Wow. Not weird. Yeah. I I have to send you a picture so you can see, but anyway, it's very subtle, but it's definitely, it's shifted my skin tone and I see it in my son now too. Like he's got that component of skin color also. And he's um, mostly plant-based. My husband will give him um, some meat and actually he eats eggs, Um, but he's every now and then, but yeah. So anyway, that's, but for me, eating plant-based, 
eating clean, like when I struggled with IBS, you know, it would flare up when you eat, like I, I couldn't eat even rich. Um, when I was going through that, I couldn't even eat like rich, healthy foods, like the whole foods, you know, at whole foods, how they have like, the Oh hot yeah. Bar, all of those things, like they're just so heavy in oils and they are. And I couldn't even handle eating those, even though those are pretty clean, you know, compared to like fried food. Um, So that going through that was when I really cleaned up my diet Mm -hmm. and I started eating very basic and um, that really helped. It just helped ground me and it helped me feel better. And then I noticed, you know, after I created those habits and later after healing IBS, I still notice if I eat you know, crappy food, I feel like crap. Yeah. I like to, right. Like so many people go through their life, you know, living like that and feeling like that. And I don't know how they do it. It's like, right. I just don't know how they do it. I can't function. It distracts me. It, you know, I don't feel good. I just want to like, you know, yeah. When I eat plant-based and, you know, I'm getting so much, you know, nutrient from my food and, you know, when I'm eating just nutrient dense foods, like I just feel good. And that's why I do it. I feel better. I have more. Yeah. Energy. I feel lighter on my feet. Like you, yes. it's funny. Cause you'll notice the difference. My husband, he's going to give me, <laughs> but he doesn't eat, always eat the healthiest. Right. And so, you know, he'll eat like fast food, like Chick-fil-A or something. Whoa, that's wild. I can't like eat that anymore. You know, like, I feel like once you go into the vegan, it's like so hard to to go back to that. Totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. And so I think the difference you'll notice is like, you know, me, like when we're, when we're with Sky in the evenings, our son, you know, I'm like jumping around dancing, like goofy, <laughs> like we're having dance parties where I'm like running around chasing him. And like, I've noticed like if my husband will be eating Chick-fil-A or something after he'll just like sit there like, Oh man, like, right. So you know? And I think that's yeah. the difference. Like when you eat, um, you, when you eat to fuel yourself, yeah, you feel lighter on your feet and you feel more, and then you're inspired to exercise more or to go for yes. a walk or do those things. And so for me, it's just a part of my, you know, healthy lifestyle that I think it's all so connected. You it know? is. Yeah. I think that was like the first part of my healing was like, what am I eating? Like you were saying too, like that then impacts how you can do everything like your spiritual health, your mental health. And so, yeah, that's sleep at night. Yeah. Like so many, it affects so many things. And then how you sleep affects how you show up the next day and feel and the energy. Yeah. It's all connected. Yeah. So if anyone listening, if you have any of those health issues, like start with your diet first, and then you'll be able to be in a better place to do your meditation and everything. And you have that foundation. So that is super helpful. And and it's like clean eating too, like not processed vegan foods, like the actual plants, right? Oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) That you bring up a great point. That is what I teach my clients. It's like, there is no diet when you work with me, you will learn, like, I literally do not advocate for any diet. We are all bio individually unique, right? So it's whatever suits you. But if you literally, like, if you were just diagnosed with cancer, if you um, are struggling with whatever it is, you get migraines, you get anything, right? Or if you're just an everyday, you know, 
average person, no matter what you are going through, the best diet that you can go on is simply eating, choosing whole foods over processed. Like that is it. Whole foods over processed. Um, I, I definitely advocate for less sugar, less, um, caffeine, Mm. less meat and dairy if you can. Um, and again, just focusing on like that fistful size of protein, um, and clean, you know, knowing the sources of where your food comes from eating locally when you can, locally, you're eating with the seasons and you're connected to nature. That is really powerful. Um, but yes, whole foods overnight. So like in the grocery store, you shop around the perimeter of the grocery store instead of in the middle, like in the middle yes. of those aisles or where they've got like the processed junk, anything that comes in a container yep. a can, packaging, ditch it if you can. And don't start by ditching it. I like to yeah. teach crowding out, like focus on bringing in more of the good stuff, you know, yes. buy sweet potatoes, roast sweet potatoes, carrots, um, sweet veggies will help you naturally ditch sugar over time, yeah. right. By just bringing in more of that naturally. I love that. That's such a good tip too, to do that. And it's been so great talking with you about all things, health and spirituality. Like I feel like fellow health and wellness junkies, like I just yes. so much with you in that way. And so what's next for you and sneakers and kale? I know you're expanding into corporate wellness, which is very exciting. What else have you got going on? Yes, we have some amazing um, corporate programs going on. So that's super exciting. If you are somebody who works for a business and you guys are all stressed out and you're freaking out, hit me up and I'd love to chat and help with that. Um, But yeah, I am, my next biggest thing is I've got this membership going on, you guys. It's so exciting. It's called Cultivating Glow and it's all about soul health and self-care. And literally, you know, if you are a busy, high achieving person who struggles with prioritizing yourself and your self-care, come, let me help you. We will put this time on your calendar. We have two events each month. We've got deep guided meditations and I bring in guest experts and healers and other wellness practitioners to share different modalities um, for healing and for self-care. And so it's just like, we've got this community of high achievers and all of this amazing, um, you know, practices to share with you. And there's also, we have an amazing meditation vault with all of my deep guided meditations and journeys. Um, so you've got that at your fingertips and they're all minutes, like one minute when you need it, um, up to like 30. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so exciting. When is that coming again? So that's starting in May, May oh my gosh. 2021. So yes. Exciting. So yes. exciting. And where can my listener find you online? So we are, I am at sneakers and kale on Instagram. So sneakers and a and D and sneakers and kale.com. So yeah, awesome. really, really live on Instagram and there and clubhouse too at sneakers and kale. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I need to get back into clubhouse. It's been a a little, a little while since I've been in there, but it's so powerful and great conversations. Um, and I'm just so happy that you've been here on the podcast and we chatted and looking forward to learning more about sneakers and kale and the journey to self-care and what you're doing is so important. So thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you for having me. And if anybody has any questions, 
just hit me up in Instagram DM. Like I, I live for my DMs. I love when you slide into them and I love talking to everybody. So I'm here to answer any questions and would love to just chat with you. Awesome. That sounds good. Great. Well, thank you so much, Emily. Thank you, Don.